0: Today's episode is sponsored by my newest book, Extra Easy Keto, Seven Days to Ketogenic Weight Loss on a Low-Carb Diet, published by St. Martin's Press and Macmillan Audio. If you're kickstarting or restarting the keto diet, or maybe you just need a kick in the pants, well, Extra Easy Keto is perfect for you. I'll teach you how to make the keto diet easier, doable, and fun in just seven days time. Order your copy or download the audiobook of Extra Easy Keto by Stephanie Laska today. Okie dokie, I received this letter. It's about comfort eating and it's from our friend Cheryl. And she wrote to me, Hey Stephanie, love your videos and podcasts. Thank you, Cheryl. She says they help keep her motivated. Stephanie, could you please do a video on how to keep track, how to stay focused when you have a tendency to comfort eat? when you're not well or you're just having a bad day. Um, Anyway, tips and tricks about comfort eating would be greatly received. Thank you so much, Cheryl. So thank you, Cheryl, for writing that to me. I love to get, you know, some ideas for new videos and make sure that I'm giving you guys information that's actually gonna be helpful. So thank you, Cheryl, for that. Um, Because you know what, stop, how do you stop comfort eating on the keto diet? Is anyone wondering about that? How do you stop comfort eating? Or do you have to stop? I'll turn my lights behind me before we... There we go. Boom. <gasps> Caught your attention there. But do you have to stop? Can it be done? Can you stop comfort eating on the keto diet? How do you manage it? Well, so today I'm going to give you some unconventional advice. Okay? Unconventional. Because you know me, I like to get wild and crazy. Do things differently. I'm not going to do things the same way as everybody else. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I like to mix it up, right? But more importantly... You know, I'm going to share with you guys what actually worked for me, because when I lost 140 pounds, I'll try to show you my picture here. Can you see it on the screen? Okay, a little glare. (laughs) Anyway, when I lost 140 pounds, I did a lot of comfort eating along the way. It wasn't like I just woke up one day and I was like, oh, I'm done with that. You know, all good. No more for me. No, that's not how it actually worked. I mean, I still had to manage these feelings. I had to deal with it. It was like a whole evolution. It was a whole process. It did not happen overnight. So at least in my experience, you know, keeping this weight off as well for almost a decade now, that's a long time, 10 years. These are the strategies I actually learned that I'm going to share with you today. And first and foremost, guys, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag here. (laughs) Like, um, I think it's better to work with your comfort eating habits rather than against. You're all, what? What? What is she talking about? I thought she was going to tell us how to stop comfort eating. Well, I am. But at the same time, I'm going to give you some advice and some tips on how to work with yourself and with your habits um, because I think that's a way you're going to be more successful. So I'm going to give you a five-part strategy. Five-part strategy. Is it this way or that way? Five. Five strategies, a five-part strategy for how to deal with the comfort eating on the keto diet. And I feel like this is going to help you be very successful. This is going to be what you take home and you go, yeah, I'm on it. That I get. It's like practical, regular people, realistic advice that's actually doable. And you know, you should hear what I have to say, because if I'm doing this and I'm changing my lifestyle, I know that you can do the same thing by following these strategies, these tips. So the first tip is going to be the easiest. And the fifth tip That's gonna be the hardest. So stick with me the whole time together. That way you can progress and not just be like, ooh, I did the first one, done, done, done. No, it's not like that. (laughs) You have to progress. So we're gonna start off with the easy one first, okay? So tip number one, ready? Do I have a number one? Oh, I used to have a cool little number one and my daughter stole it. We'll pretend this is number one. (laughs) Kind of looks like a number one. It's really a champagne. Work with me. So, tip number one or strategy number one this is the easy one switch the food first and then worry about the behavior later. Now, I know that's a, like counterintuitive to what most people might have told you, or growing up, people are like, don't comfort eat. It's bad for you. Me, 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 me. Well, whatever. They can do their dance. Let's do ours. So, here's my advice to you step one when you feel the need to comfort eat, instead of like, you know, Reaching for whatever it is you tend to reach for, like a big, giant bag of tortilla chips. Mm -hmm. Anyone do that when they're feeling the need for comfort? (laughs) Instead of reaching for, oh, they do smell good, though. (laughs) But instead of reaching for, you know, a high-carb or high-sugary snack, you know, from the old you, the old habits, like tortilla chips, but then getting mad at yourself later, right? Because everyone's done that. At least I have. Then you get mad at yourself, you beat yourself up, right? You get angry, you feel defeated, you feel depressed, you feel sad. But what if we just stop that whole cycle, okay? We stop the cycle of choosing those high-carb, high-sugary stuff and then feeling guilty and self-sabotage and yada, yada, yada. Let's stop that whole cycle and instead try swapping out your comfort-eating high-carb snack with something, I feel like a bell, something more keto-friendly. Are you with me? So we're swapping out your high carb, old favorite from the past and swapping in. I need like a noise maker for that. No, that did not work. Okay. (laughs) But we're kind of swapping in or switching in, pinch, pinch hitter, whatever you want to call it. We are swapping in something that's a lot more keto friendly. So let me give you an example. Let's say you are looking for that comfort eating because you're feeling stressed. And instead of the chips, let's just stick with that example, what if you were to substitute something like a hot artichoke dip? Mmm. You're all on. Ah, mmm. You're, mmm. I'm not sure. Okay, let me give you a picture. Let me picture paint this for you. This is um, on page 97 of the Dirty Lazy Keto Dirt Cheap Cookbook, if you have your copy. Go to page 97, and I'm going to show you the most beautiful hot artichoke dip in a giant comfort bowl, (laughs) do you see it? And pictured off to the side is a whole bunch of raw vegetables like celery, broccoli, um, what else? Cucumbers, we've got some uh, yellow bell pepper, we have raw cauliflower, but a huge bowl of warm, delicious hot artichoke dip. Now, what if you were to substitute out your chips for something like a hot artichoke dip with vegetables? Would that give you that same salty crunch, that same satisfaction? I don't know. Only you can answer that. But it's a question worth considering, right? Do you think? You're like, "Uh, not sure yet? Okay. What if that sounds like too much work? You don't want to be cooking, baking. You're telling me, Stephanie, I'm feeling sad. That's why I'm comfort eating. You know, I don't have time for all that. Okay, I get it. Let's go to Costco or your local grocery store and pick yourself out. Some kind of keto-friendly dip that's already been made. Oh, yeah. Okay, much better, right? This is one of my favorites. I got it at Costco, but they have it at the local um, supermarket. Everyone has this, right? Like spinach dip, all that kind of stuff. You can find it. This one is artichoke and jalapeno dip and spread. It's very low-carb. It's like, I think, two per serving per two grams. I don't see that... The packaging but my memory serves that is correct and I cut up some celery here so I'm good to go that is super fast easy you can even buy celery already cut up now of course you don't have to have this specific example but it's just the theory it's the whole idea of like swapping out your old comfort favorite with something keto friendly that is step one however that looks to you get it got it Good. That's pretty easy, right? And that's the fun one because it's all about food. I hope that should be fun. <laughs> okay, step number two is that you're going to choose high-fiber comfort foods. You're all, what is that? <laughs> what is that? What's an example of a high-fiber comfort food? Was anything in that last example high-fiber? Maybe you know. Put it in the comments, please. But here's the thing. When you put a lot of fiber in your diet, and I'm holding up this cool... Um, earthy-looking broom. Because this reminds me of fiber. When you eat foods that are high in fiber, what happens? Your stomach kind of fills up more, right? It expands. You feel fuller, sooner, for longer. So eating more comfort food favorites that incorporate more fiber, doesn't have to be all of them, but more fiber in your comfort food eating what it's going to do for you is magically without you doing any work slow you down so you're eating is like okay because when we're comfort eating we don't stop right we just keep going a lot of us do i do i mean for me i kind of lack an off switch a lot of the time not just when i'm comfort eating but in general that is an issue with me is it an issue for you do you have an off switch or is that something easy But for me, when it comes to comfort eating, especially, it is quite a challenge. So I make sure when I'm doing my keto-friendly snacks or, um, you know, comfort eating that's low carb, I make sure to incorporate as much fiber as possible because I know that's going to help me with my off switch. It'll turn that off. And at some point, I will eventually, physically, my body will just get full, whether I'm emotionally ready or not, it just happens. So that's one of my tricks, okay? Now, granted, we're not doing the whole psychology angle today, are we? Did you hear any psychology yet? No, step one was swapping out food. Step two was eating more fiber, paying attention more to vegetables and things like that in your diet. Not too bad, right? You can do step one and step two. That wasn't that hard. Are you with me? Now, what did you say in the comments? Did anyone give um, a high fiber example? Because if you chose celery, or any kind of vegetable, you are definitely on the right track. Seeds, nuts, all those kinds of foods are rich, high in fiber. They are going to make you feel fuller for longer and help you turn off that off switch so that your comfort eating doesn't get crazy, crazy, crazy. That's what works for me. So that's step one and step two. Now, if you're curious to know more about the whole fiber thing and feeling fuller, I am gonna link up a video right after this for, um, it's called Never Feel Full. So it's specifically geared for all my people out there who wanna learn a little bit more about fiber and what that can do and how much they should actually eat and some tips and tricks on that specifically. So that'll be next up, uh, the Never Feel Full video. It's on YouTube, but I'll link it up right after this. Sound good? Are you with me? Did I lose anyone? (laughs) Okay, so that was step one, that was step two. Ready for step three? We're going, we're moving, we're cruising. (laughs) No singing. (laughs) Okay, step three. This one's funny. I think it's funny. Maybe you don't, but I do. I think it's funny. I'm trying to make you laugh. Okay, I'm getting out my label maker here, folks. I love my label maker. See the directions? Turn off, because my kids will leave it on all day and waste the batteries. But the reason I have my label maker out for step three is it's important in this strategy to identify your specific comfort food craving. Now you're like, okay, wait, what? What's she talking about? What is your craving? Label it. You have to physically label it, emotionally label it, intellectually label it. Reflect on what it is you tend to crave in those comfort food moments, and figure out what is actually the craving. Now I'm not even talking about emotional stuff like no 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 no. Let's table that for now. Let's talk about what it is you actually need or want from your food. So, is it salty? Is it sweet? Are you, I don't know, what are you looking to achieve here? Are you just trying to maybe some warmth, some comfort, like physically? Or is it possible that you're just trying to keep your fingers busy? I've been waiting for an opportunity to use these for so long. I know, right? Aren't they fun? But you know what I mean? I'll do a little dance. But seriously, by identifying what it is you're trying to achieve by picking out that comfort food, what kind of specific craving you're having? Is it salty? Is it sweet? Keeping your fingers busy, keeping out of trouble? Is it warmth? Is it cuddling? What's the, I don't know, what's, what's going on there? Just get to the bottom of it, ask yourself some questions so that you can get more information. Now, the reason why this is important is that's how we know what to do for our substitution. If you don't know if you're trying to get the salty or the sweet or the warmth or whatever, How do you know where to go with it? So share, if you would, share your challenge. Share what it is you tend to crave. Is it salty? Is it sweet? Is it just busyness, boredom, warmth? Tell me. And then we're going to do a prize. I know, I did a little late today. Some people complain. They're like, you do the prize in the beginning, and then you just talk forever, and there's no information. Okay, that's why we're spinning here in the middle. So I'm going to pick somebody from the comments at random. Could be more than one could be you, could be your friend, it could be next week, next month. Oh, it so says spin again. And then I'll pick somebody to win a fun prize because I want you to stay engaged and be entertained and have a little fun and feel rewarded. Oh, it says surprise, that's, that's extra cool. Okay, extra cool, surprise, surprise. I'll move it away. So what's it gonna be, folks? What's your surprise? Should I not tell you? <laughs> we'll keep it a surprise, that's no fun. How about we do today I love these, a Dirty Lazy Keto pot holder. They're super high quality and it's got, it's red, it's Dirty Lazy Keto. And if you want to win one, say it in the comments or just participate in general, the more the better. And that way I'll pick a winner for today for that prize. I know, I love those. I only have a few left, so good luck to you. So I have a ton of substitution ideas. We talked about why you have to pick what it is that's going on. The salty, the finger busy, the sweetness, whatever. But I have so many substitution ideas to help you with this. So, you know, what's going on with you? We got to find that out first. Throw that on the floor. But then we can get to a a craving that might work for it. Now we've already done the whole like hot artichoke dip or vegetable and dip thing, right? We've done that one. What about like sweet cravings? Do you have an idea for that? I'm going to share with you something that works for me and that is maybe weird to you but whatever don't judge sugar-free jello love it when it comes to sweet cravings I can eat so much of this and I don't feel guilty I'm like woohoo any flavor I want um I like to keep it ready in the fridge I'll make drinks with it. do all sorts of weird things with jello and here's a fun tip this is a from one of my cookbooks it's a Christmas jello recipe it's basically you're mixing jello with sour cream Who knew, right? The fat, it's delicious, it's creamy, it's filling. No fiber going on here. However, we didn't say every snack has to have fiber. I just said weave it into your comfort eating food snack program. You're weaving it in. So here's another one. Um, If you are a salty, sweet person, anyone? Put these in the comments because I want to know who's who. We're curious who's most, you know, what's going on. Lately, I'll share with you my go-to salty, sweet, craving solution. And... I know I buy peanuts by the gallon at Costco because they're affordable. And I get my sugar-free chocolate chips. I get all sorts of brands. These are happen to be Lily's. These are um, baking chips, stevia sweetened. They're very good, let me tell you. They taste just like the real thing. And I get a little pre-measured cup. This is a uh, like two tablespoons worth. And I mix peanuts. I'm so excited. My mouth is watering. <sighs> And then what I do is I sprinkle some chocolate chips on top. Now, I don't go crazy with, like, measuring spoons and all that stuff because I already know. I've already measured this little doodad, this miniature cup here. So I already know it's two tablespoons. And I just use the same thing over and over again. That way, I don't get wild and crazy or out of control. And then I sit there and I savor it. Here, can you see? It's a little tiny bowl with peanuts, salty peanuts and chocolate chips, sugar-free. And I just eat them one at a time so it keeps my fingers busy. And then I alternate between the salty and the sweet. Yes, this is how important it is to me. (laughs) Now, I have a ton more ideas, not just these. You know, I just happened to grab these so I could do a quick show and tell today. But I have so many ideas for you guys. Um, I'll give you just a couple more before I move on Um, because people always like the show and tell, right? I know I've shown this tea before one of you was like, I didn't like it. Well, I'm sorry. I do. (laughs) But any kind of tea, right? Herbal tea, black tea, whatever you got, tea is very comforting and can be warm and cuddly. And if you want, you could even add some kind of sugar-free creamer. Um, Here is a new Muala Keto Milk, M-Y-L-K, milk. You could add that or any kind of sugar-free creamer, right? Or just heavy whipping cream, a little bit of half and half, whatever. Splenda, monk fruit, you name it, you do you. But a cup of hot tea, even just plain, can be just what you need. And then you're not all hangry from like eating the whole house up and down, right? Because that can happen. Um, but I wanna assure you that I've compiled so many good ideas for you in one spot because I know you're like, well, what else? What else did you got? I don't like peanuts or I'm allergic to that or I want more. Um, I put all of these cheat sheets together in the the new book. It's called Extra Easy Keto seven days to ketogenic weight loss on a low carb diet. Tons of cheat sheets with pictures throughout the book because I know people want that and they like lists. So I put together everything you guys have been saying, I put it all together in one spot and it's like the new and improved, you know, the easiest way to do this whole thing with all the shortcuts, all the cheat sheets and it's all in one spot, extra easy keto. So check it out. It's gonna be an audiobook, ebook and paperback. Woo-hoo. I'm going to record it myself to audio. So if you like this sort of listening, you can also have that. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to make this super easy for you guys, because once you identify that specific um, habit or preference, it becomes much easier, don't you think, to find a convenient, easy workaround. So that's what I'm sharing in that book. And I'll continue to share with you in all these podcasts and videos. Okay. Can I press the button now? Oh, that was easy. That was easy. I love these buttons. I collect them. So if you ever see a fun one, anywhere you're out shopping, please email me and let me know. And then I'll be sure to order it. That was easy. It is so fun. It makes me laugh. So there you go. Um, So that was step three. Are you still with me? Anyone? Are we doing good? Okay. And now are you sharing? Are you still sharing? Because I want to give you a prize and I want to just get the conversation going and find out more about how I can help you. Just like I got that lovely email from Cheryl telling me a little bit more about her challenges. I wanna hear what's going on for you as well. Ready for step four? Step four. I love it when I throw stuff across the room. And then I have to pick it all up at the end. That's okay. But step four is change the environment. Change your environment. Now, I want you to think about all the moments or the places or the times a day that you tend to do your comfort eating and then tear yourself away from all that. Can you tear yourself away? Can, if you're comfort eating on the couch in a certain spot, tear yourself away, find a new spot on the couch, get rid of the couch, sit in a new spot, go somewhere else, watch TV in a different room, get up away from the TV, do anything but sit in that same spot or that same walk or that same restaurant or whatever it is where you're doing comfort eating, tear yourself away from that environment. And the reason I suggest that, just like an alcoholic wouldn't go to a bar, right? They suggest that, just like a drug addict wouldn't hang out with his old buddies at a drug den. Hey, I'm no different when it comes to eating too much. And that's why I almost you know, was 300 pounds for the rest of my life. If I hadn't gotten a control of some of these behaviors, that could be me. And I'm so thankful that I'm willing to face some of my vulnerabilities to admit to myself, I'm not perfect and I don't have to be perfect. I just need to kind of make a plan and stick with it. That's it. Just follow some simple strategies like these today and stick with it. Simple strategies. You don't have to turn your life upside down and go to the gym and work out 24-7 and blah, 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 organic, line caught, blah, blah, blah monk made, butter churned from Ireland. No, you don't. You can just do your best, manage your environment, and start to make amazing changes in your health and in your life. So let me encourage you and wrap this up with steps four and five. So we talked about changing your environment, getting away from those old habits, and then start working on replacing those comfort eating situations with some new self-care habits. Um, what could the self-care habit look like? Do you have a suggestion? What is a new comforting Self-care habit that might work for you. I'll share what works for me. I was gonna invite my dog Lulu in here, but she looks just like this, and she would get dog hair all over the office, so she's gonna stay outside asleep. I brought in her little toy, but seriously, spending time with Lulu, I walk with her, or just playing with her, um, helping her, you know, manage her bed and her toys, and playing whatever games I play with her. It makes me feel better. So I know that's silly, but do you have a pet at home? Because it really helps you manage your stress and provides a lot of comfort. Animals are amazing, aren't they? So tell me about your little friend if you have one and tell me their name. I want to know. Something that also helps me a lot is just to spend time outside. That's my uh, New Year's resolution, in fact, because I notice when I spend more time outside doing anything like hiking, gardening, lawn work, walking around the block, getting the mail, anything outside, I feel better about myself. I feel like I'm comforting myself. I, I have less stress. And lo and behold, then I'm not eating as much. I'm not you know reaching for buckets of peanuts and chocolate chip sugar-free, right? Because I'm outside. I'm having fun. I'm relaxed. So what works for you? You know, my daughter shared, me, shared with me a funny word. I'd never heard this before. She said on TikTok, they call it the everything shower. I thought that was hysterical. So you can take an everything shower or bath, and that, that's when you go and you do everything, like you're exfoliating, you're shaving, you're deep conditioning, whatever. I just thought it was a fun term, and it makes it kind of clever and you know important. But you could do your reading. You could get your copy of one of the Dirty Lazy Keto books, uh, maybe the USA Today bestseller, Dirty Lazy Keto, Get Started Losing Weight While Breaking All the Rules. And while you are reading, please go to chapter 6, because I'm going to have you start there, and I'll tell you why in just a minute. But maybe you are more of a writer like me, expressing your feelings through words. Um, do you, does anyone do journaling? Because that can be very helpful, can it? Or even just a post on social media. That's a form of expression. Or making something creative, like with crafts. Any craft ladies out there? Or gentlemen? They, them. Everybody has something that they like to do that helps them relax. Yeah. Share what that is. Is it connecting with friends? Is it volunteer work? You know, share with the group because you might inspire someone. Another thing I like to do is spend time playing ukulele, playing music, and I love yoga, um, but I was trying to stay away from just exercise because I didn't want to freak anyone out. Exercise makes people panic. So we'll table that for another day. Um, But share with us your idea about what um, routine, what habit, what behavior you could substitute for that comfort eating behavior. I know. See how we're getting more advanced? Do you feel like we're getting more? Uh Uh-huh. That was step four. You ready for step five? I told you it would be the hardest. (gasps) I might have to remove my bath hat for this. Here we go. Step five. (laughs) It's the least in our list, right? It's number five. Last but not least, it's the hardest strategy. And I know you guys are not going to like this one. You're like, no, don't say it, Stephanie. Don't say it okay here we go you ready (sighs) step five gotta feel the feelings (laughs) i know this is like kindergarten but i need this i need the i need the kindergarten approach people because for so long i just ate my feelings okay that's what i did and stuffed them down ignored them pretend they didn't exist didn't acknowledge them didn't respect them i just didn't put any effort or time into it i'm from the midwest people don't care about your feelings quote-unquote, according to my childhood. Just stuff it down, have a cookie, feel better, no complaints, get up and go to work. That was my childhood mentality. Now, I don't want to get all sad and deep in case family's listening. Still love you, family. <laughs> but in all seriousness, we need to feel our feelings. We need to get in touch with what's really going on behind you know, all that unnecessary comfort eating. Like, what is it that the food is trying to fill? Like, what's that void? What's really going on? Do I, dramatic pause. You know, when we get to the heart of the matter and you really deep, you know, dig deep and you get honest with yourself, you might find that what's going on might be loneliness. It might be feeling like a lack of purpose. Um, You might live alone or have an empty nest. Maybe you're grieving. Did someone pass away in your life? Maybe it's stress from work or depression, anxiety. What is going on? And now, if you feel safe and you feel comfortable, I encourage you to share with the group and comment below with what you think might be going on. Because if you are brave enough to write it down, for one, you're going to help yourself, but for another, you're going to help inspire someone else to face the music as well, right? It's true. If we can all face what's really going on and feel those feelings, then you don't have to eat to stuff them down. That is my official psychology a uh, lesson of the day. It's really as simple that as that. You don't have to make it more complicated. You don't need like oh group therapy and maybe maybe you do. I don't know, but I think just step one, you know, or not step one, step five. But the tip of the iceberg is just to name those feelings and just get that out of the way. I think that's really the the um, the beginning, right? I should say that. Um, if you are a fan of Brene Brown, she's got some great Netflix series um, out there on feeling the feelings and um, tips and learning how to identify and name the feelings. And it's all uncomfortable for me, so it makes me not want to talk about it because this isn't my strength. But I also know that this is the area I had to do the most work in order to lose the 140 pounds. I had to. I had to really get deep and face things and share them and write them down on paper. And that was the only way I could move forward. Otherwise, those things would just plague me and haunt me. And they still do occasionally. And that's why I have my substitute foods. Don't be, you know, I'm being real. Um, but I hope that helps. Um, I do want to read a one quote from chapter six, because I mentioned to you that you could do this for your reading. Okay, this is on chapter six on page 250. And chapter six is titled, Eating Our Feelings, They Taste Delicious. <laughs> um, and the, the quote here, this is what the subtitle of the chapter, it says, Is a frappuccino straw an adult pacifier? You're a what? Is a frappuccino straw an adult pacifier? You know, I think of it that way sometimes because we're all just slurping and eating like to soothe ourselves, right? And the subtext is looking for comfort in all the wrong places. Bada boom. Did that hit home for anyone? Well, it did for me. And chapter six is really a deep dive into all that with more suggestions on how to work out These feelings. So that's your dirty, lazy keto get started losing weight while breaking the rules. And this is your go to Bible, the book that you should start with, really. I mean, it's all there. That way you'll know what's going on. You'll know how to do the whole DLK and you'll get where I'm coming from. Um, So I hope that's helpful to you. So if you feel comfortable, go ahead and share what's going on with you because, you know, it's more than just peanuts and sugar free chocolate chips. We have to figure out what's really going on. Yes. Yes, you agree. I know you do. Give me a thumbs up if you agree. If you're not wanting to share yet, that's okay. But weight loss is possible, you guys. The transformation is all your whole body. It's not just the food. It's not just changing breakfast. It's not just changing your snacks. It's also about changing the inside and some of our habits. And they all build that self-respect where you feel better about yourself and you feel amazing and self-confident and self-worth and all of those things that are important to continue to make the Right choices for you to help you get to where you want to go. So I'm here to support you guys. Um, you can check out the YouTube channel. Right here it is, the Do you Lazy Keto YouTube channel. I think I've, I don't know, almost twenty thousand people are subscribed there. Free videos on every topic imaginable. Um, you know about the books? So many books. They just keep coming, right? I hope you'll check them out. I think there's like what seven or eight right now. Um, Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Dirty Lazy Keto. If you want to listen to just the audio podcast um, from Back Topics, it's the Dirty Lazy Keto podcast by Stephanie Laska. I'm trying to come up with all sorts of fun things, right? We got the Facebook group, the Facebook premium group. We have the newsletter that's for free that you sign up for on dirtylazyketo.com. All sorts of fun things to help you no matter how you like to get your content. I'm trying to come up with ways to reach you and to encourage you and to help support you. So be sure to stay tuned, because I promise the next video after this is gonna be never feel full. And thanks for watching, thanks for listening. Give yourself a round of applause, round of applause. Do the happy dance. You did it, you did it, you did it, you did a whole episode. And now you are ready to move forward with your comfort eating strategies. Yay! Well, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks so much for listening and for being part of the Dirty Lazy Keto community. I'm here to support you. I am here to help. Would you like to be notified when a new episode drops? Sign up for my free newsletter so we can keep in touch. Enter your email at dirtylazyketo.com and I'll just send you quick notifications when something new is going on. My newsletters are free, of course, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Did you enjoy today's podcast? do me a favor, tell a friend, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Dirty Lazy Keto podcast. I believe in you, my friend. I know you can do this. See you next week, keto superstars.